1: Welcome, fake McLovin's, fake Jonah Hill's, fake Michael Cera's. Oh, and a special shout-out to the real Miles Teller. This is High School Slumber Party, the podcast where me and some friends look back at our teenage years with the lens of some iconic high school-centric films. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and the party's at my place this evening. But first, school's still in session, and we have some homework to chat about. This was your assignment, and I like to see the results you know the drill guys you're seniors by now hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, spotify and stitcher while you're there leave us a five-star review or a positive rating of course you can check out the older episodes of high school slumber party wherever you're listening right now or at the archive at cageclub.me that's cageclub.me the home of so many other great pop culture podcasts I've been on a couple of Too Fast, Too Forever's recently, some beyond their Patreon paywall, some not. So check those out. Check out every episode I've guested on, but not just me. It's not about me. Check out all the other shows. Great shows on there. One day, Foodie Homes will return, but Third Time's a Charm. What else? Bunch of stuff. You know the drill by now. <laughs> okay, homework. Did you check out our special Valentine's Day episode this Monday with Kate Hudson? It was really fun. It was really crazy. That's all I'm going to say, but I really want you to listen. Kid Hudson, this is out some love advice. We'll leave it there. But today, of course, our homework was to watch the epic film, Project X. This isn't the 1987 Project X with, I think, Matthew Broderick. I've never seen that, but when I Googled it, I'm like, oh, no. This is the modern party movie. Project X. Hope you watched it. Very special guest today, my brother Kenny Rodriguez, first brother on the podcast. I can't wait for you to hear what he has to say about this movie, and stick around to the end. He gives a little Oscar dish, some Oscar picks, so definitely, definitely, definitely stick around for that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! The bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you. You know that by now, right? Come on. But I really want to get to this party I'm going to this weekend, so we'll dismiss class at the appropriate hour for a change. So pack your favorite jammies, tell your mother you sipping up Ryan's, because we're about to get our party on. Woo! Saying that, I realized my mother might listen to this episode since two of her sons are on it. Mom, if you're listening, I'm going to warn you in advance, this isn't a real mom movie. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the episode and let's take it away with a song off this epic, epic soundtrack Kid Cudi. I believe it's a Steve Aoki remix. Pursuit of Happiness. Class dismissed.
0: I've drunk, I'm doing my thing Rolling the mix beside him now Living my life, getting our dreams I'ma do just what I want Looking ahead, no turning back People told me slow my road I'm screaming out, fuck that I'm screaming out, fuck that I'm screaming out, fuck that Fuck that, fuck that, fuck that Fuck that, fuck that.
1: History made today First sibling of mine, Well, probably only sibling of my dad would be on, on this podcast, but first sibling of it. Not first family, because the famous
0: Cousin Pumpkin has been on, but, uh, Kenny, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to High School Slumber Party. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, if, if you ever do, a uh, Blood Diamond, maybe <laughs> our, our other brother will join, but I think that'll only... That's the only thing that'll get him here. You know what's funny? I, w- I went to the barber yesterday... And the movie they
1: had on was Blood Diamond. No, so, so the whole time I'm getting my hair cut, it's Blood Diamond because I guess it's like one of the big new Netflix film. No, it's not new, you know what I mean? Like when yeah. Netflix get, gets a film, they like promote it a lot. Because then I put on Netflix when I got home to actually to watch this, and the first movie that the trailer pops up was Blood Diamond. So it's yeah. so
0: random, it's so random. It's a, it's a classic in our home. It was at least. Well, yes, yeah, so
1: our brother. Jonathan has very interesting taste in films. It's not—it's not bad taste. It's just like very specific because it, like Leo movies of that era.
0: Yeah, it's of a time. Almost everything George Clooney. Yep, I mean Michael Clayton is on that list. So that's yes, Michael that's Clayton. An movie. <laughs> What's the one he hadn't seen
1: that we were shocked? Uh, Syriana. Oh, Syriana. That shocked me.
0: That <laughs> yeah, shocked that, me. That really, that really blew my mind that he had never seen that movie. <laughs>
1: Aides a march, you know. Like <laughs> yep,
0: yep. That Clooney era is all him.
1: But there's no like movie in that era where like Clooney played a teacher or anything like that. So <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but on a uh, high school slumber party, we introduce ourselves by uh, we say our name, our high school, our high school team name, and our graduating
0: class. All right. Well, that's Kenny Rodriguez. Uh, went to Northern Valley Regional High School at Old Japan home of the golden knights and i graduated in 2013 2013 so this came out when you were in high school i was long gone
1: from high school just for uh, people keeping score out there we are seven years or so apart so it's not like we were in high school together or anything like that um but you are a first-time guest so we do ask what was high school like for you what was your high school experience like
0: memories stories from high school anything you'd like to share well I do have a story about this movie from high school, but we can get into that later. Oh, yeah, yeah, But high school for me was, no complaints looking back on it, you know? Uh, My high school, I feel like, was somewhat similar to yours, of that cross-country every year. But otherwise, no complaints. But yeah, about this movie, did come out my junior year. So I was 17 when this movie came out. And yeah, I I went to opening night, 7 o'clock show in Palisade Center. Wow. Um, was it R? Because I couldn't find that out. I, I believe it was R. I think it was R. Watching this movie, yeah, this was R. <laughs> I can imagine, right? It's weird that they would like
1: have a teen film that's R, but like, if you watch it... I was either like, if it's not R, then our society has changed way, way more than I thought it did. And it's changed a lot. <laughs> yes, yes. Before, though, we get into Project X, definitely want to talk about it, since it is your first time to... What are some of your favorite teen movies? Because I I know you're a movie guy. We often talk movies. I remember on Christmas I was like, oh yeah, I got tickets to see Licorice Pete. Or was no, was it Thanksgiving? I think Thanksgiving, it was Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I got tickets to see Licorice Pizza this weekend. a movie we covered here. I'm so excited. You're like, oh yeah, I'm seeing it tonight. I'm like, Boom. okay. <laughs> yeah. You are a movie guy.
0: What uh, what teen films do you like? So I think the, for me the like pinnacle teen movie. And I feel like the the peak of teen movies was not during my my teen years. At definitely all. not. Definitely yeah. not. <laughs> like so I had to go back, but it's a it's a Ten Things I Hate About You lifestyle. That is like awesome. I don't know what it is about that movie, but it has all the vibes. Yeah, Ten Things I Hate About You, one of the classics. I am not a big American pie person. That was definitely like not as much on my radar, but I also had like a huge 80s kick in high school. So it was, yeah, like, Pretty in Pink, Breakfast Club, all there. Are you pro or anti-Ducky? So I haven't seen this movie in so long,
1: but I think I'm anti-Ducky. Wow. I mean, you know what? That's more and more common than ever now. Like, people growing up were like, oh, Ducky, Ducky, so cool. And then now people are like, whoa.
0: Yeah, like, I definitely remember him being, like, vindictive. I don't remember anything about this movie. But I sort of have a, <laughs> have an idea of him being, like, pretty mean to her.
1: Yeah, he was. <laughs>
0: so i got to rewatch
1: it, too. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. I'm glad you bring that up about like your era, because we talk about here on the show that there are certain booms for teen films. My first year in high school was 2001, and it was almost at a tail end of that, or at least it wasn't peak American Pie teen film stuff, but it was still there my freshman and sophomore year. You could see a new teen film in the theater every month. They weren't always good, you know, like the new guy and things like that. (laughs) But they they were there. They existed. Even The Hot Chick is is a teen (laughs) film, technically, you know? Yeah, yeah. They existed, but you're right. Like, yeah, sure, we cover a bunch of films from like 2011, 2012, but they're not... Considered the classics. I'm actually
0: curious. Teen would. I would say during my high school year, probably the best teen movie that came out was Easy A.
1: Easy A, for sure. Definitely up there, yeah. I would say, too, just looking at this list, the perks of being a wallflower. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that was like my senior year or something. Still looking. Like, some of these movies I've never even
0: heard of. Mean Girls 2. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all of these movies, maybe... No, maybe except for Perks of Being Wallflower, we're all, like, reacting to super bad, reacting to these movies that were just before, that happened just before. But, like, EZA is one of the, like, clueless, uh, she's the man of, like, adapting a book (laughs) into Teen. Because EZA is what? A Scarlet Letter. So it's like... Oh, 100%. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, what a... I'm looking at, like, the movies of these four
1: years, they're just, like, not... Famous, or I don't know if they're not good, but they don't seem like I hardly know them. Wow, well, it what was like electric. the last
0: the last gasp of uh, Amanda Bynes was yes. during those years? It's kind of a funny story, right? Right? Did uh no, I think I was in college when Me Earl and the Dying Girl. Yeah, I was in college when that came out.
1: Yeah, but it's still, yeah, okay, but that's still I feel like it's the same, yeah, era yeah, yeah. or close. The Way Way Back is a movie we covered from twenty
0: thirteen. Oh, yeah. That was a great one. The Spectacular Now. I didn't see that one. But. Which I mean after uh this movie being Miles Miles Teller is like one of okay. one of his first roles. I got questions. I'm so yeah, confused
1: yes. by that part yeah. because
0: <laughs> we'll you've already
1: that. <laughs> you've already said your history with the film. You saw it opening night. I had seen the trailers for this film. Yep. But at this point it's what what year? Twenty twelve. I'm already a couple years out of college, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't really in my wheelhouse at the time, so I've never seen this film. Heard about it, thought the premise was cool. So this is my first watch. So what made you so excited to see this film opening night? Was it just like, a bunch of my friends are going, or was it like, no, I want to see
0: this film? It, it was definitely like, I have to see this movie. Oh like, my God. imagine watching this trailer. It was like, height of Jersey Shore on mtv mm. like this is what people wanted and i mean we'll get into it but like this is essentially in in many ways a super bad rip-off they they're truly boiling down the party in super bad and just making it that like <laughs> oh, all the main right. characters are the super bad characters
1: i wrote that down you're
0: absolutely, <laughs> you are so, absolutely right so it was just like oh this is our movie like this is our time we gotta go. (laughs) That's great.
1: And see, like, so for someone like me, who, yeah, I watch these films now. But I also live in 2022. (laughs) I live in a post me too world. We all do. You know, we're in the pandemic here. People aren't congregating like this, at least not, you know, maybe now and maybe sometimes in the summer, but rarely, right? And just like, you know, scenes of the Capitol riot during the pandemic, as well, and and you know, the, the racial unrest it makes this movie feel very, very just different to what we would see on screen and in the world today. It is very dated in a sense of language, yep, and a couple other stuff. But it's supposed to be found footage. If you were actually in school and maybe kids were throwing these things out there but it is still jarring to hear like racist language <laughs> homophobic language just pretty much everything misogynistic language you know what i mean a yeah. lot of that it yeah. is it is uh it is a lot of that even like the all the main characters are white and one
0: of them even drops the n word at one point yep the joke yeah. <laughs> yeah. like what and it's also like This is on the cast list. Uh, Angry little person. Oh, What they do to this person is just like... It's beyond me. I I can't believe it.
1: It's just really a time capsule for what certain people were maybe thinking at the time. And and this is ten years ago, but... We've just changed a lot in 10 years, I think. I mean, I would have to say so. If you're not too familiar with Project X out there, every week I read the back of the DVD, VHS, whatever I can get my hands on, well, picture of on the internet. So here goes. This is what it was for Project X. Project X follows three seemingly anonymous high school seniors as they attempt to finally make a name for themselves. Their idea is innocent enough. Let's throw a party. That no one will forget, but nothing could prepare them for this party. Word spreads quickly as dreams are ruined, records are blemished, and legends are born and I get it you're so right, like if you look at the images of this movie, if you look at the i mean the trailer i I could see it being really really appealing as a high schooler, however again. Superbad is a lot better than this film. <laughs> yes. And Superbad, some people have said is
0: like could be kind of dated, but not compared to this. No, definitely not. Absolutely not. The writer of this movie, can we just talk about that for a second? He was allegedly <laughs> simultaneously writing this movie, Scott Pilgrim, and 21 Jump Street at the same time. Wow. This movie definitely got short shrift <laughs> in his mind
1: yeah those (laughs) those are like two in my opinion really good
0: movies yes like i don't really know where this came from what he was doing during this but yeah this it didn't seem like there was a lot more work done in this than the other two
1: that's crazy (laughs) he wrote 22 jump street as well but he also is writing the weird science remake that
0: should be interesting yeah oh my god I'm sure it's a gender swap. I don't even know. Of of course it is, but probably (laughs) straight to Netflix. But also talking about like how dated this movie is, it's on the cusp of so many like technological and social shifts of just like, he sends out the mass text on like BBM. Everyone everyone has a Blackberry, which also 2012, like I think I had an iPhone at this point. (laughs) So whatever. And then, Later, when they're like recording this party, she's like, "Should I post this on YouTube?" And yeah, just, I thought she, like,
1: was, I thought she was kidding, and they're like, "Oh no, yeah, that's what people would do at that time." Yeah. I, I really thought that was a joke. This is like this. This party is made for the TikTok world, really. Yeah, and TikTok does not exist. Insta- i mean, if Instagram exists, they're clearly not using it. You're so right about that, and people are really excited to be on Facebook. You know, in this yeah. Movie. yeah. Um, I'm glad you bring that up because this is filmed as found footage. They wanted certain people who weren't going to use the internet to think that this was just a found footage film, like Blair Witch Project or Cloverfield. Even though, again, like <laughs> no one actually believed Cloverfield Claire- <laughs> found footage, obviously, but you know what I mean. It's in yeah. it's in that style, but I think they wanted you to believe a little bit more here. But even that, it isn't really a thing anymore. Because like everyone is recording on their phones all the time with TikTok, like you'd never you would never have found footage. You know what I mean? You would have, yeah. you would just have like a compilation of TikTok videos, I guess, and stuff like that. So, so I didn't think about that till you brought it up. But like the fact that like oh that weirdo
0: kid, I'm not calling weirdo. That's what they call. Him. <laughs> well, he, he is kind of weird. He might have murdered his parents. <laughs> but- yeah, yeah. Full <laughs> <laughs> end of this movie. What, what we'll talk about later. Just- oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: but and the fact that. Like,
0: oh, I want you to record every moment
1: here. That's, like, taken for granted now. You just... I feel like kids, especially high school kids, probably assume at this point that everything's just going to be recorded anyway. Just crazy, crazy differences. So, you're totally right. What a weird
0: time. Like, the format, I feel like, of this movie, if it was made now, would just be so different. I don't think that character would have even been there. Like, it definitely would have been more, like, crowdsourced, like, Snapchat stories, TikTok. Not that it would be good, but like it would definitely be more of a like, oh, we're pulling this from this person sort of thing.
1: Oh, for sure. And yeah, I don't again, I don't know if you could pull that off. I'd like okay. to see the filmmaker who could do it. Now if I walked around and someone was holding like, what is the guy recording with? Do we see it ever? Like in a well, mirror or something?
0: <laughs> we do see it. I remember seeing it at the wild point where he gives it to like Oh yeah. The guy on drugs who like then jumps off the house. Onto the bounce house. Yeah. Which just had me like, okay, you're going to give him this equipment. <laughs> like, all right. You said it right there. It's yeah. equipment. If you yeah. Call- <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it-, it is a full like AV club camcorder thing.
1: The only way I could see that at a party now, I was going to say I would I would creep people out at a party now. But I could see someone in a party in like Brooklyn bringing a camcorder. You know. <laughs> yes, I guess. A, a real hipster
0: <laughs> party. Like,
1: oh, I got a camcorder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, do they even like use those at weddings? When do people no. even film their weddings? <laughs> like,
1: yeah, if you film your wedding,
0: it's like at most, it's on like just those like uh, DSLR cameras. Right? <laughs> yeah, like this is this is yeah, it was a full contraption. No one's doing this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely. So you're so right, and that's why again, like, there are some parts of this movie that are like socially offensive, and there are some parts of this movie that I'm just offended at. But <laughs> still, there is a charm to me in it as a time capsule. Everything you're saying is like interesting to me. Like what they're wearing, what they're doing. I, I want to get into production. I want to get into all that. But I have to say, this is a party about rich white male kids in a rich white
0: town mm-hmm. that suffer very little consequences. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can tell you when I was watching this movie in theaters, I had no concept of the consequences. It was just like, awesome party, totally worth it, as these characters said. (laughs) Me watching this movie now, I was like, I had so much anxiety. I was like, these parents are in so much debt. How is this dad watching this? Like, yeah, (laughs) this movie is incredibly stressful (laughs) when you're not in high school.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. And I guess like you said it perfectly, as a teen, it's like, oh, this is so cool. (laughs) As anything not a teen, essentially, like uh, an adult who's probably 23 to whatever watching this, you're like, oh my God, no, no. Like like, every little bad thing that happens would cost so much money. I was going to say is like, for better or worse, plots about, you know, young white males specifically without consequences are not very popular in cinema these days. You're not going to see that. Like I said, for better or worse, right? Yep. I forgot how common this kind of stuff was because even even a super bad to an extent is in this genre,
0: but again, nothing goes nothing goes as heavy as Project X. <laughs> no, I mean I mean, I was definitely watching this movie like asking myself a lot of what I wanted from this movie. <laughs> and I'm still asking myself that question really.
1: <laughs> it treads on the level of exploitation film in a sense, like they're exploiting teens love of destruction or something or even human beings love of destruction <laughs> yeah in terms of production todd phillips is the lead producer actually i grew up with todd phillips films road trip old school starsky and hutch todd phillips today i don't know he did that joker movie and now everyone takes him seriously <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hangover Apparently, like, uh, one of the producers ran this idea by him, and he's like, I love it. Let's do it. They talked amongst themselves and said, what were the coolest parties you've heard of? What was the coolest parties you've seen? What are the coolest parties you've attended? Let's put that all together. The director was a gentleman by the name of Nima Norizade. Uh, he was a music video d- director, which kind of makes sense. Yeah, you know?
0: that's <laughs> very clear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that really does uh, check out. He would go on to direct uh, American Ultra, which was uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Kristen Stewart, Topher Grace. I, di- I didn't see. Oh, your girl Connie I Britton. I was going to say.
0: I think Connie Britton's in it. I didn't see it either, <laughs> but I knew she was in it.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't done like a Connie Britton podcast. <laughs> I really don't think she has
0: that many credits. Uh, a lot of. TV credits, so you could be you'd be watching. What if I watch? Every Spin City episode and every Friday Night Lights episode. Yeah, <laughs> or at least in seasons, right? Yeah, I guess I guess I could do it in seasons. I, I do not know what she's doing right now. Um, so I'll workshop that. Maybe she'll be on my Christmas tree. I mean, now that you said it, why don't you let everyone know your Christmas tradition because I very much approve. instead of a star at the top of your Christmas tree, what do you do? i I put an uh, iconic woman of either TV or cinema or truly of my life. So first year was the incomparable um, Laura Lenny, who obviously? I love. Yes. Uh, and then Regina King. And then this year it uh, could only be. Uh, Cape Blanchett. Like the one and only. Like, yeah,
1: I know you're probably not going to reveal who's on next year, but do you know already, or is there
0: like a yearly thought process? No, there, there's a yearly thought process. Kiki Dunst was almost on on the tree, and then uh, we love that high school slumber party hall of famer. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, I I watch like Carol every year, and I said I can't do it this year, so I put her on the tree instead. I had to pay homage. Fair, fair. <laughs> but, well, I'm rooting for Kirsten Dunst. An
1: Oscar As nominee. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're we saluting that here. Maybe I'll get some Oscar takes from you later. But back, <laughs> for better or worse, <laughs> back to Project X. Um, it actually was hugely successful when it came out. $9 million budget or $12 million budget, depending where you read, made $102 million insane wow I didn't, re- I didn't realize this movie was that popular so whatever they did they did it right and not just that and that's why i kind of asked about the rating it was the most pirated movie of 2012 8 million 720 downloads just that year illegally
0: how do they record that oh i don't know <laughs> but i believe it i believe it R
1: rating, you know what I mean? Maybe some kids yeah. couldn't get in wanting to see what would happen here. It's not a film that I hear a lot of people talk about, to be honest with you. So I don't know if it lasted beyond this year. But
0: it seems like for
1: teens of this year, including yourself, it was the movie they had to see, which is crazy.
0: I, I mean, I'd also put on that of just, like, going to see this movie. Because, I mean, seeing this movie in theaters was... I... It's weird saying this about this movie, but like, you have to watch this movie in theaters for it to like, like it shakes, it shakes that theater, this music Mm. that's going on. But I could see like someone watching this and being like, gotta watch that again. And like, just watching, pirating it at home and showing (laughs) their friends. Like, I could see that happening a lot too. Two really good points. I think you're exactly right. Like, that makes total sense that
1: you would like. Oh, you didn't see Project X? You got (laughs) to see this scene. You got to see this car go in the pool. Yeah. Totally makes sense there. Um, It's like a viral before going viral kind of thing. I could imagine you're right that the experience in the theater lights out a crowd. That music blasting is so much better than, you know, me on the tablet, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Or even in the living room just watching it. Like, (laughs) that's all well and like a dandy for that. But like, this is not a movie that's meant to be overanalyzed <laughs> and that's Absolutely exactly not. what you have to do <laughs> for a podcast so yeah. it, it is really tough in that sense but you know seeing spider-man uh opening night and the the newest one and the group experience of that reminded me what it was like to go to the theater for like a big movie and to have that like shared experience with the crowd, because everyone who... Okay, I can't say everyone. Most people who show up to the movie theater want to be there and want to see that film. And uh, for Spider-Man, spoiler alert, but you should know by now, when Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield showed up, you know, the place went crazy, right? I can imagine for a movie like this, there's a bunch of young kids in here. They really want to see this movie. And as it ups the ante, they're probably going crazy in the theater.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those, like, again directed by a music video director. So like those, just that Kid Cudi scene, that was electric. There, there was so much just energy in this theater. And I remember coming out of this movie and being like, that was amazing. Would I do that now? No. <laughs> but like, that's that's the power of, of that movie theater experience. <laughs> that
1: was actually Kid Cudi in the movie? No, 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 no. no. I'm talking oh. about the song.
0: The song that like, no.
1: I'm like, What? <laughs> Like, I didn't see that.
0: The people of color in this movie are, are mainly props and window dressing. Um, hey, so. they,
1: they, there's, there's one who has a very significant role. We'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. In terms of the cast, though, they try to cast unknowns. And they try to name a lot, a lot of the characters their actual names. Because, uh, again, they wanted you to think that this is found footage of, of a party. Okay. But Thomas Mann is our lead as Thomas. And I had seen him in the aforementioned Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. So I didn't get that effect. And I'd seen him in a bunch of other stuff too. He actually had like a decent career after this. Uh, What else did I see him in recently? Oh, he was in a King Kong movie?
0: I don't know. Maybe it was that. But still a working actor. So good for him. He was the one in this movie I genuinely liked. Like, I enjoyed watching him in this movie. He was good.
1: Yeah, I liked him as an actor. I don't know if I necessarily like was always rooting for this character. <laughs> no. But I think he's very good. Yeah. But he again, he's the Michael Sarah. If you've seen Superman yes. and haven't seen this, he yes. is the Michael Sarah of this film. And I bring it up because Oliver Cooper played Costa or Costa, sorry, Costa. He is Jonah Hill. He is yeah. like like this is just a Jonah Hill ripoff, absolutely. Oliver Cooper would go on to Californication and Red Oaks and some other stuff too. And it's not, I'm not like necessarily against him or his acting and and some of the things I laughed. I liked I like the Queen stuff, you know. When he like, <laughs> of course I knew you were gonna love that. <laughs> of course <laughs> I, I like I like Queen stuff, but <laughs> it's so random. I do like his bullshit artist thing, but he was like Jonah Hill and Bad turned up to like eleven because. The stuff he was
0: saying was so. Yeah. He's a bad person. <laughs> <He's> yes. Like, <laughs> he is not nice. He's unkind. He's using his friend to like.
1: Instigating the entire party and using yeah. his friend. And the funny thing about like. So on this show, we've talked about in uh, Super Bad and in Book Smart, there's always that moment where like the two friends have a really emotional fight and then they just tell each other that, oh, I love you, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's like a trope in teen films. Yeah. They really don't have that here? They Don't do that at all here. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of have criticized that in the past. Like, oh, do you really need to have this? And now I realize why, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. How is he not more mad at his friend? Um, well, he is at times, but it's like, oh, oh, Costa.
0: Well, he's like constantly making it about himself. He's just like oh, I I just wanted this to be the greatest night. Like, I'm sorry. Like, never, not talking about his friend. What's going to happen to his friend? It's all just like, yeah, this didn't go as I planned. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> thanks, dude.
1: <laughs> and then you have uh, JB, played by Jonathan Daniel Brown, and he's the McLovin. Yeah. He's not as iconic as McLovin. And he's not invested in him as much either, but he's definitely, <laughs> definitely McLovin. Cool.
0: I will say his, like, finger-banging scene is, like, the scene that has lived on from this movie. Really? Like, I remember when that happened, I was like, oh my- Like, it unlocked a deep memory in my head of just like, oh my god, I remember this. What? <laughs> to throw down in the bushes? I don't care. Dude, if I don't right. fuck a girl with big titties tonight, oh. I'm drowning myself. I don't care if she's 300 pounds, I have to fuck a girl with big titties. Oh my god. Feel my drift, JB? Sure do, I mean- I'd love to get some oral, or, you know, at least do some finger-banging. <laughs> finger-banging? Can can you please elaborate? What you're gonna do is you're gonna take your first finger, your thumb, and your middle finger, make a come-here motion, like, hey, come here. This is called the machine guns, or the friendly scissors. It's called the circle of pleasure, the itsy bitsy spider. Tapping and circling, tap, tap, tap. By the way, keep telling her how pretty she is the <laughs> whole time. Shut the fuck up! You're lost, man. <laughs> oh my good god. Knowledge. Like, I remember people talking about this. Yeah.
1: like that somehow made it through that's amazing that that's the thing oh yeah i'm looking it up now like it's like like moments on project x that people remember that's like one of the
0: things that's on youtube the most for this movie (laughs) yeah jesus yeah he is like he's kind of the icon of this movie (laughs) (laughs) that felt
1: very super super badass
0: eventually we'll, we'll get into their like the the cards at the end that are talking about where they went after this. And I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I, I have a lot of questions about all these characters after this.
1: Yeah. Kind of ambiguous. A little, I don't know. Uh, not, not the consequences I thought, but they have to get into the hijinks somehow. <laughs> so we'll get there. But other people in the movie, I'm just going to skip ahead to it. Cause we kind of both giggled at it. What the hell is Miles Teller doing in this movie? <laughs> and why he, he's Miles Teller. Right? Yeah, they
0: use his actual name.
1: <laughs> but he's not hes not the actor Miles Teller, right?
0: No, and also, like, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think he really had a role before this. I think if he did, like, it was incredibly small, because I think Spectacular Now was after this. By the way, Miles Teller, not the most popular person in 2022, <laughs> for whatever reason. Polarizing, yeah. we'll say. He needs that uh, Top Gun movie to come out. Right now, <laughs> he, he, he needs a
1: pad. I thought you were going to say he needs J.K. Simmons to like punch him again from that like, drum no. movie. What was it? Oh, yeah. Whiplash? Yes. Whiplash, yeah. Or slap him, whatever he does. Oh, he was in the Footloose remake. Oh, okay. Gross. My bad. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, before this. But yeah, so that's why uh, he's also credited as college jock in some places. I didn't get that because I didn't realize that he wasn't famous when this movie came out. And they're like, oh, look, it's Miles Teller. And I'm like, oh! <laughs> we also just covered a um, movie here called Hamlet 2, uh, Steve Coogan movie. And in that, Elizabeth Shue plays Elizabeth Shue. And, and they're like, oh, are you Elizabeth Shue? Or like, you look like Elizabeth Shue, so... Watching these back to back, I really just thought that they Miles Teller was in their neighbor, but then they mentioned he's like going to USC, yeah, he's like a baseball player. And then I'm like, oh, I guess, I guess Miles Teller went to USC for baseball as well, but then, yeah, and then I thought, see, I thought there was gonna be a payoff with his character too, but he's just like hanging out at the party occasionally,
0: technically, he is the one who, uh. Who destroys the gnome and unleashes the drugs? Oh, okay. So I don't know if you consider that a payoff. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, think of the sentences you're saying. Though. I know. I know. I know. I hope people listen to
1: this and have never seen this movie because they're gonna be like, "What?" And I know. that's probably better. Was there anyone else in the cast that you recognize or knew
0: or were aware of? I I don't think so. And like, I guess. I, the only other person who has lines other than the parents. The dad I kind of recognized. I don't know from what. Um, Definitely, like, just a character actor. But Kirby is, I feel like, is the only one who has a name. <laughs> and speaks. <laughs> she is played by Kirby Bliss Blanton. Another trope in this movie that just,
1: oh my god, like, always gets me mad is, like, oh, the main nerd character has two hot girls who <laughs> like him? Woe is me. Like, and then they're like, the the, the one dude is trying to convince him, like, oh, she's always around. Why would you want to be with this beautiful woman who you have a connection with? It's just like.
0: <laughs> well, at least, yeah, at least she had like a background story. As flimsy as it was, at least like they had a photo of them as children. <laughs> at least something I, that's something I can build off of. The other girl, it, you couldn't tell me her name. No. I have no idea what her name is. <laughs>
1: Or, like, why? Like, what are her motivations? Like, there was not a lot of... This is a no very... Idea. This is a very uh, masculine film. You know what I mean? Oh, like this,
0: very much.
1: Yeah. Even super bad, the women have a little bit more dimension. Like, Emma Stone's character, and I forgot who the other actor who plays the other character's name. Like, they, like they have lines,
0: and they're friends, and... He, well, I'm not saying it's super deep, but it's, like, more than this. Is the masculinity supposed to be like what they're trying to achieve? Because like I wouldn't say these are the most masculine. No, no. Men. no. <laughs> so is this like this is their fantasy? I guess.
1: <laughs> I swear, <laughs> I thought the end of the movie was going to be like, like oh, but we didn't do that. You know what I mean? I know that would have disappointed <laughs> yeah. kids, but like, like you know, like a simulation or something. Like oh, like
0: should we have that party? Nah, you know. Yeah. Well, th- that's part of me like. What do I want from this movie? And I guess at the end of the day it is uh yeah, like I, I want this to to be quote unquote real and like the the consequences are negligible. I guess that's fun for me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like.
1: Yeah, so so there's her, uh there is you mentioned not a lot of people color, but one of them is the half of the security team. I oh. kind of I kind of actually like this security team. No, yeah, it's good.
0: This this is a good good element to it.
1: Like, they're really funny, they're really clever, they really take their job seriously.
0: And it makes sense, like, why this party devolves the way it does. Like, yeah, they, because their security is middle schoolers. Two middle schoolers, you know? <laughs> like,
1: That's why, at, if we don't get to it, does it does not say at the end when they blame them, or like when Costa blames them and doesn't pay them? I was, like, really upset. Like, it wasn't their fault, and they actually did a really good job. The fact that they held the cops off for that long with, like, their intelligence at
0: least, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing.
1: It's amazing.
0: (laughs) It is crazy. And I mean, one of them broke into the house and was offering to uh, light the house on fire, their neighbor's (laughs) house, if they needed it. They were willing to go the extra mile, so. Yeah, these guys deserve to, to be paid, for sure.
1: Other than that, there are really not a lot of
0: characters with arcs this is really all about the party yeah i mean i guess the dad has his own little arc about like calling his son a loser and then essentially telling his son he thought he was a loser at the end of the movie (laughs) but now his mind has changed so
1: despite despite (laughs) all yeah no i i i can't believe that
0: yeah light speaking cast for sure
1: (laughs) (laughs) what do you think of the uh setup of the party it's, it ends up being a huge party, obviously, but was that earned to you?
0: I think it was earned to me just because the Costa character, like, it really did seem like he was he was willing to do anything mm-hmm. to just get people to show up. Like, what do he say, Craigslist, the Ugh. radio, like... It, Again, it, technology. <laughs> but what I kept thinking during this movie, and maybe this is because I'm not in high school, the amount of adults or college-age students that are at this ostensibly high school party is, like, very gross to me.
1: <laughs> oh, in- in- incredibly. And it's funny because, yes, there are adults there. None of them notify the cops. But they're also, like, there's there's a couple lines in here that are just, like, creepy in itself when it comes to that. I like, I don't want to get really dark with this movie. <laughs> I really don't. But You can, but, like... Also, yes. like, watching that, like, Woodstock 99 documentary on HBO, like, two security guards can't obviously control this party. They say thousands of people show up, and we see it does look like thousands of people show up. You can't tell me that every woman is safe at this party, right? <laughs> you can't tell me that everyone's verifying ages when you have adults and 15-year-olds at this party. Like, the elite, like, it wasn't just, like, innocent ha-has. People are doing drugs. People people are, are drinking, right? And it's not, again, it's not... Light drug use, I'm sure it seems heavier than that.
0: Yeah. And I mean, Miles Teller, and we can say Miles Teller because that is the name of his character, I think (laughs) explicitly says he is going for high school girls. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he's not even even the creepiest one at this party. One of the dads shows up. Yeah, there is an adult with like a full-on mustache (laughs) at this party. (laughs) Although he's not being very creepy, he's just being weird. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes, <laughs> like, I'm not a parent, but like I don't know, parent brain maybe because I'm of, of age is was kicking yes. in, and I'm yeah. like, oh my god, something, something, something bad is happening to someone there. Yeah.
0: Someone who's choosing to be here has issues.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, and and I'm with you too. Like I wasn't too particularly interested in this guy's motivation to be cool, right? Like, yeah. I didn't really care about that, but I was okay with. How the the genesis of the party, right? Like the parents leave for the weekend or whatever, which common thing in high school movies. Yep. They do the house rules. House rules. <laughs> I'm totally you know to- liked that. Like seeing that, totally okay with that. I like part of him, uh, Costa at school spreading the message. I didn't like everything that was coming out of his mouth. You know, at one point he says, "Ugly bitches stay at home." <laughs>
0: yeah, boy. you know what I mean. Don't appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do enjoy that they bully him back. <laughs> if if they didn't do that, I think I'd hate him a little bit more. the The fact that they like trap him in the bathroom, I actually do enjoy that.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I also don't care how many people brought stuff with them. There, there's
0: no way they had enough alcohol for this party. There's no way, absolutely no way. When again, Miles Teller was like, Don't worry about it, I got it.
1: I I guess if he was actually Miles Teller today,
0: (laughs) yeah, I was like, Do you have this? I I don't think you do, (laughs) but I was thinking if they
1: remake this movie, you know, whatever, you can make it a little bit more of the time, gender swap some of the characters, sure, whatever. Uh, make the party even more outrageous,
0: do whatever you want, but keep Miles Teller as Miles Teller. That's so he is. He is that old guy at the like that older <laughs> guy at the party. <laughs> like, but
1: I, I just want like a movie in 2022 to just run into Miles Taylor at the supermarket and he's like, "Hey, you guys are throwing that party? Oh, you're Miles yeah. Taylor. You've been in films and stuff." He's like, "Yeah, I'll be there." You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Jonah Hill in Superbad and uh, Michael Sarah, for that matter, like getting the alcohol for the party is a big deal. And, and I like seeing kind of those kind of struggles in the movies. And for this to just be solved by Miles
0: Teller, yeah. serving alcohol to 3,000 people, it's a little absurd. I couldn't tell in that scene, like, where were they buying alcohol or were they just buying paper towels? That's all I saw them buy. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> even if they were just buying paper towels, right? There's not enough paper towels for this. Also, yeah, I know people, they showed some scenes of people like going to the bathroom, wherever, right? But... Still, two bathrooms, two or three thousand people. That lawn was probably a lot grosser than yes. they even showed.
0: The pool was probably so nasty. Oh, my God. That Yeah, that pool was a true hellscape. <laughs> that, yeah, I, I really don't understand that pool at all. Ugh. And to bring the it sign.
1: up... The sign. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. So, uh, for those of you who didn't watch the movie, uh, Costa puts a sign... That says like Naked women
0: only or something what is it? Something like that or like no tops allowed Like yeah. bikinis allowed Yeah I don't have no idea
1: And then yeah. the women at this party who are like Very pretty You know like they're they seem like the, Oh I think one was actually in Playboy they said But you know they're just like Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh Okay they read the sign and they take their tops off And that's it
0: They listen they yeah. really listen <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, Ridiculous,
0: yeah. And then, and then the whole the rest of the movie, every montage was like an underwater scene.
1: Look, the music video directing it worked here in a sense that like they were able to put these montages in, and it felt very phonetic. And we got to see, you know, what was going on in the party. Uh, oh, I guess the other thing we didn't mention is that drug dealer who they steal the gnome from. Um, they steal a gnome from him. They run away from him, and I guess. We realize at the party, because of Miles Teller, that the gnome was full of drugs, and that's why he cared so much about his gnome. Um, yeah. and, he, and he ends up showing up later, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he, he does.
0: He shows up. I guess there's a payoff for that, too. <laughs> that whole thing, like, I, I guess, I, I, in the theater, I was definitely like, that That was a payoff. I'll say it. That was a payoff for
1: <laughs> Oh, snap.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I forgot about him. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's that's when, like, if it wasn't chaotic before, him lighting the neighborhood on fire, like, that ended it. Jesus. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, there's that. Uh, wait. Uh, so I'm just going down my list of moments that I was like, I have to just mention it, right? Uh, the dog
0: tied to the balloons. Not cool. Not not cool at all. Not, not funny. Not cool. <laughs> at one point, the dog uh, gets died or something like it ends up orange at the end of the movie i don't know if we get to see how that happens i don't really want to see but yeah not cool they also get this dog pretty high don't harm
1: animals out there people (laughs) please don't do that i don't care how how crazy you want your house party to be please don't harm the animals Uh, oh the security guard when the neighbor shows up he tases him (laughs) <laughs> yes. I legitimately
0: I laughed at that. And then he punches the kid. <laughs> <laughs> I, la- I laughed at that.
1: Okay. <laughs> yes. So that was one of the positive funny things to <laughs> the movie.
0: I, I have a I have a genuine question. Is this the way that people take body shots? Is this the way we've all accepted how people take body shots? And so it's she puts the salt behind his ear. Ew. And the rhyme like the, the lime is in his mouth. So after she takes a shot, she's essentially like chewing on the rind oh, on the lime that is also in his mouth, and I was just I was just taken aback a bit. I've never like, seen that in my life. I actually didn't know what they were doing. I I, th- I, I was like, th- now that you've explained chewing, that? yeah, this girl is chewing on a rind. That's a lot of rind.
1: Yeah, like I, now that you've explained that. It makes a little bit more sense. I thought it was like a, just some drug thing. I didn't know. <laughs> no, you know this like is,
0: this is a body shot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Like the transfer <laughs> of such a citrus fruit. And then, like, you do you really want like the skin of a
0: lime in your mouth like well, that? That's what that's what like really stopped me. I was yeah. like, how much lime are you getting <laughs> from this method? Because one. Like if if this is supposed to be you like making out with him, you're really just chewing on a lime, and as hot as you think that is, <laughs> it's not really.
1: No, I mean I can imagine squirting in your eye, even like you know. just like also. I hope they washed it, and and because like people touch those limes at the supermarket, and I don't know if oh God, it, this would be such a COVID super spreader event if COVID was oh, around.
0: My God, well yeah, like. I, I tried to I tried to go out of body for this for watching this movie, um, <laughs> but I do want to give this movie props where props is due. For as for as masculine as it as it is, there were a lot of lesbians at the at this party, and yeah, you know, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. These women weren't performing; they were bisexual or they were lesbians, <laughs> and and I and I applaud them for that.
1: This is such the era too of. Like lesbians are hot, but you know? well, I, like, I,
0: I know I know these women were performing. Of course, but of course. I am choosing to believe that they were they were sexually experimenting in <laughs> so, a positive way.
1: When I went to college, the poster that was not in, not in my room because I had Royal Tenenbaum's poster, but the poster that was in every single guy's dorm was this poster called The Kiss. Have you seen it?
0: Uh, but yes, I haven't thought about The Kiss in a long time. <laughs> it's not the, it's not the,
1: like the, what's that I know, artist? No, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Klimt. Yeah. Just yeah. Not Klimt or whatever. No, no, no. Yeah. The no. Kiss lesbian poster. I think it was called The Kiss. You know what I mean? It's like, the, it's like white. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, The Kiss. And that was like, oh, yeah, you know, in this world, That existed in 2012, I would say, I would say from, at least in my conscious, from like American Pie era to at least 2012, like gay men were on the fringe and did not exist. But if you were a hot woman and you were another hot woman and you were lesbians, awesome, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
0: of course. (laughs) Of course. And there was no understanding of like the culture behind that, that they were part Of of this other community. It was like it was like please come please come to this party and do your do your lesbian thing we'd love that
1: <laughs> to to be fair you see a lot of this in early fast and furious films do you oh uh, there's i'm not a lot but there are some there's some like Lesbian
0: background action, you know. I think of early Fast and Furious, I think of mostly just, like, a woman sprawled on the hood of a car. <laughs> for no there's reason. There's that,
1: but once they go into a party, it's all real sweaty, you know. And There's, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's yeah. always two girls kissing in the background, there's always. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> God, now I can't stop thinking of this kiss photo. Because, like, everyone out there, if you're of a certain generation, you know what this <laughs> poster is. And think about, like, the silliness of, like, you have this up in your dorm room, and, and you're like, yeah, like... <laughs> The voyeuristic nature of looking in on this couple, first of all, like, you don't know, you know what I mean? Like, was the fantasy, like, you're just going to walk into the room and they're like, hey, join us, Bradley, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Also, this is an intimate photo. (laughs) Like, it has to be so construed to be, like, really hot and really sexy and, like, for a man. And they did it. (laughs) And they they went that extra mile and did it. That's what I mean. It's just so it's just so different. I'm actually literally looking at a Vice article called "The Kiss 15 Years On." <laughs> That's great. That's great. Uh, but yeah, like this this movie is is gay rights for women at least <laughs> yes. so. for a portion of the population. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you know what was also very popular at the time that you saw here that even I had one.
0: Costa drinks out of a chalice. Oh my god, that is that is actually perfect. That is perfect for his character. It is <laughs> like, yeah, I love that he's drinking out of that chalice. It's amazing.
1: I went to I went to a party or two with a chalice. I remember I, I went on a date in college, uh, like a not wine and paint, but like make oh. pottery. You know? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I made a chalice because that again was Lil Lil John videos at that time was like Lil John and a chalice spilling. You know, purple drink everywhere or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah. you know what I think ruined the chalice at parties? Game of what? Thro- Game of Thrones, um, because I think it suddenly became like a Game of Thrones talking point. Like, oh, are you, you know, Robert Baratheon or something? And it it was less cool to like the non fantasy
0: people. I'm just willing to accept that the chalice had its day, and we've moved beyond the chalice. <laughs> I don't know what it is now, but I'm I'm out there looking. I'm looking <laughs> for the new. For the new receptacle.
1: Admittedly, definitely the guy at parties who wants to have a different cup than everyone else. (laughs) I will will go out and say that. I will admit to one of my flaws. And I enjoy having a different cup than everyone else. So, like, if I'm, like, let's say a, a fun dinner party with friends. And they're like, oh, pick any wine glass you want. And I open the cabinet... I'm picking the craziest wine glass. I'm picking, or of I'm picking the Mayor McCheese McDonald's glass, or the Grimmest one, or something. You know what I mean? Or I'm picking any anything that's conversation starter. There, I, I I try to be low key, but when it comes to my glassware, I'd rather have that. I'd rather have it that way. So I get it as much as this is complicated for me because <laughs> yeah. as much as I don't like Costa, there was a lot I saw in myself. In Costa, hopefully not a lot of the bad things. But I definitely would not have been the friend to host the party. I definitely would have
0: been the instigating friend to get someone else to host the party. You know? Oh, absolutely. You're you're full in on something if you can if you can be the puppeteer. <laughs> like you are Vichy France. You are like
1: <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the nastiest thing that <laughs> ever called me. Jesus no, Christ, you,
0: or or rather you you are. Uh, you are the shadow, and someone is the face. You are, you are behind someone orchestrating the event, but no one knows it's you.
1: I've been called Littlefinger in the past. People, are, people are <laughs> yes. I feel like <laughs> I can be a Littlefinger at a party. That's definitely true.
0: All, all this cup talk—you're making me regret getting rid of my uh, my cup from Broadway's The Share Show. Oh, that's a conversation starter.
1: <laughs> See, I we have in my apartment we have way too many cups. We have way, of course you do. Of we have course be- you do. Because. You know, I like conversation starting cups, you know. <laughs> I am also at, at a party and, you know, uh the godfather of this podcast network, Joey Lewandowski, can attest to this because I've done it at his parties. I cannot be left alone at a party because I will switch DVDs, you know, and you know, if someone has them advertised. Why? Why do you have to do that? Just just cause <laughs> I, I want my legacy to last <laughs> For for you know longer than the party, right?
0: Why do you have to do that? Uh, so <laughs> no, but I get that. I'm I, I'm someone who's like just to spice things up, telling like a pretty pretty mean lie about someone just to like really get <laughs> people going.
1: I've I've never really tried to tell a lie, but I've done. I mean, if if it's a lie, it's a huge lie. So it's so people know that I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: Well, I told you I did that once. I told I told a group of our friends that our other friend had called me a slur at, on the bathroom line. Oh my God. <laughs> and and they believed it. So wrong. <laughs> they, they believed it. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what I'm working with. Those are my tools. The tools did for my toolbox. You,
1: did you ever attend a Project X level party?
0: Well, not to, knew, come, no one has. I, know, I, know, I knew you are going to ask but this. But you know what I mean. Like, yes and no. Only in college. Like, uh, in high school, we did go to a party after a football game in which, like, everyone had heard, heard about it. Everyone went to it. And it was like, I felt bad being there. <laughs> because, like, the owner of this house, she clearly was not expecting this much. This many people, she was like crying, which oh, I would be no. too. Oh, no, <laughs> like, it was it was getting out of hand. Oh no! So we we quickly we were like, the cops are about. To, I mean, where we grew up, the cops are about to come. <laughs> like we got to get out of here. Oh my god! But that and then like college parties, but nothing I would describe to this level. Again, there are things happening in this party that like mostly the nudity that i'd be like if i walked into a party and that was happening I'd, I'd just be like what you
1: know watching this i almost regretted not inviting our cousin pumpkin on because i, I, I thought you would have I, I i hadn't seen it so i wasn't thinking that but like I, I could see him watching this even today and being like yo that's awesome you know I mean? I no And Uh I'm watching it, like, cringing, because I don't even enjoy parties like this. I don't go to raves or EDM festivals and stuff like that, you know? Like, I enjoy, you know, outdoor soirees and wine and, you know, stuff like that. You know, and and I like a big collection of people. I like a a nice big barbecue. But as close as these people are, you know, like, I don't know. I'm always thinking of my exit at a party as well.
0: I think before... 1am there were corners of this party where it was like pretty chill like just you and your friends hanging out in a corner maybe mingling a bit but like i think after 1 30 like sort of when people really started getting in the house that's when i would have like been like okay time to leave like this isn't for us anymore this is only going downhill (laughs) man like the parties were it's that crowded are actually very fun. I remember in college, like, just walking around and listening to people's conversations and just, like, entering them. Like, just, if I heard See, someone talking yes. about a TV show, just, like, being like, oh, you watch that too? Tell me about <laughs> it. <laughs> like, let's go. See,
1: that is fun. I do like uh, party eavesdropping, you know. I like rolling in and out of conversations. I like, I love circulating a party.
0: Yeah, like, this party would have been incredible for that i mean you just don't circle circulate around the pool you sort of you go around other places
1: i just don't think that the just looking at the people at this party i don't think it would well i'm not a teenager so that probably helps i don't think it would pique my interest you know i i think i would the conversation would make me bored
0: pretty fast <laughs> but, yeah well even even let's say what 10 years ago Fifteen years ago?
1: I guess if they were my peers they would be talking about things that I enjoyed as well.
0: Again, we can go back. How many of these people were actually peers? I don't <laughs> okay. Think all of these fair. people were peers.
1: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think you would have enjoyed this party in its first hour.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: I think when Thomas starts freaking out. That's when the vibes change.
1: Uh, well, it's just funny, too, that it's like, oh my god, I'm freaking out. Here, take this ecstasy. <laughs> take this truck. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> okay, but it's not like he can leave the party, you know? Like, And at that point, he couldn't ratchet it down.
1: Yes, but th-
0: bad things could be <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah, okay. I-, I agree.
1: So overall, though, I, I do have to give him the movie this compliment. A movie that's going to talk about having... An amazing party, better have an amazing party, right? And would I enjoy the party? Up for debate, right? But it wasn't pretty epic party. They kept pushing the envelope with things. The car going into the pool, like you said, the the neighborhood essentially being set on fire. Uh, the fact that the and it, again reminded me of like uh, the protests we had last year or whatever, or was that two years ago? I don't even remember at this point. But yeah. Well, that sounds—that sounds like I don't care. I care, but it's just everything's a blur these days. But um, the whole idea of the cops surrounding them and they're saying like we need it to like quiet down and burn burn up a little. What is it with the fire and stuff before we can go in? Yeah,
0: like let it burn, let it run its course.
1: Yeah, and then eventually they start like moving in with flashbang grenades on teenagers. It's just woo insane but you know what like this party was getting to that level oh forgot to mention though uh you already said it but one of the most offensive things in this movie is when they
0: throw that little person in the oven i i couldn't believe it when i saw it he gets his revenge but truly (laughs) one of the worst things i've seen put put to digital film in a long time It was just like, ooh, you
1: don't do that anymore.
0: Well, you should never do that to anyone, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but like, that was definitely popular at a time. Like that in movies, especially comedies, using little people as a joke. But that was just like, oh my god.
1: (laughs) The fact that like, it's, again, a whole moment in this. And it's the oven.
0: (sighs) Yeah, (laughs) just so... Bad. Uh. So the first time I watched this movie, obviously loved it in theaters. Then I watched it a second time a little bit later and was like, for this movie being about a party, it's actually kind of slow. (laughs) 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 And then I watched it again this time and didn't think it was that bad, but probably can't watch it again because of how messed up it is.
1: Yeah. So in terms of the pacing, it's very hard because it's, again, exploitative in a sense where... It's a visual film, right? Like you're not yeah. really. There's not a big storyline, you know. It's a storyline that's probably worth ten minutes. Like it, we are just supposed again, supposedly, just having an eye around this party, like we're there. So, it, it, and honestly, it is a little slow at certain points, but not if you're like bought in, yeah. Because they are they are upping the ante. Trying to think of that. Oh, you mentioned the bouncy house thing. Uh, when he jumps off the roof in the bouncy house, intense. And one of my favorite things about high school movies is the high school party and circulating through it. So on paper, I should really like this movie. And again, I didn't hate it, and I thought it was a really good time capsule for not really what was going on, but what the fantasy of what could be going on. I guess. Yeah. Would I like to see, see this movie be remade? Kind of, you know, in a more. Yeah. 2022 lens because I actually think it's a cool premise but it's it's, it's also nuts at certain points I don't know
0: <laughs> yeah well on that note it's like we've in a way have moved on in terms of high school party where I feel like things have to be so stylized like in a euphoria mm. sort of aspect like that is when I think of a high school party in media that is what I think of like all the time and i i haven't seen the new gossip girl but i assume it's very much like that (laughs) (laughs) like very stylized like high budget for something essentially being about the same subject matter project
1: x and euphoria might be so far (laughs) opposite it's hilarious (laughs) yes
0: yeah euphoria like just has the stylization that i feel like this movie really just has that point of view going for it of of it being videotaped and being from that perspective.
1: Yeah, interesting. Huh. Let's talk about the ending, right? Because cops eventually break it up. They get into trouble, but... Oh, we should mention, too, that the girl he likes, what, what Kirby, Kirby, right? Yeah. Like, they hook up, but then he hooks up with the other girl, and she catches him, and she gets very upset. So, when we end, we have no idea, kind of, where things are going to go. It's morning. They are very happy, that they've thrown an epic party So uh, You know, good for them it, wa- <laughs> it was an epic party, but A couple things Are actually we go here One, the dad gets home, and yeah, he's mad And he says you exhausted your college fund
0: It's Kevin and Bean from the world-famous K-Rock. Can we please talk about this insanity
1: in Pasadena last night? It looked like the greatest party I have ever seen. Big Boys neighborhood, beautiful Dana neighborhood. It is going down, man. I don't know if you guys have been seeing the news, man, but some cats had a party in Pasadena and took this thing to the whole next level. I'm talking about they trashed the neighborhood, they trashed the house. We heard that Kanye made an appearance there. Yeah. So if you were there at the party in Pasadena last night, hit us up because we're going to be talking about it all morning long in the
0: neighborhood.
1: I really am sorry. You said that already. Do Do you have any idea how much all this is going to cost, Thomas? Your college fund is gone. I can tell you that dad i'm sorry much going for you and you just pissed it all away for Mm. one night (sighs) i just didn't think
0: you had it in you i know sorry i let you down no
1: i literally didn't think that you had this in you So, uh, how many people were here? Uh, 1500? A couple thousand, maybe?
0: Wow. You should have seen it. It was awesome.
1: Well, you're still fucked, Thomas. But he's not as mad as I think a lot of dads would be.
0: No, he is like, he tells his son, I didn't know you had this in you. He repeats it twice because he really wants to drill down that he thought his son was a loser. (laughs) But he's saying this like, while his car is being taken out of the pool, his Mercedes. Like, (laughs) how are you not furious right now? Yeah, that car is totaled.
1: (laughs) Just repairs in his house alone are going to be terrible. But the whole neighborhood, they're going to sue
0: him. Uh, That, like, sorry, this is 2012. Like, the internet, the internet has existed for a long time. This is, this will go on YouTube. (laughs) This kid's, like, anytime anyone Googles him, this will come up.
1: (laughs) Oh, for sure. And yeah, look, he goes back to school and he's so popular. Wow. And that's what's weird about the movie because it's like saying, like, this is what you need to do to be popular, boys. Go, go for it. Go go burn people's houses and stuff. (laughs) But,
0: Well, at least the van looks gangster now. Dude, don't even start, okay? My dad's making me drive it as punishment. That sucks. Yeah, and I'm being brought up on like six different charges. My mom hasn't stopped
1: crying. We're living at a courtyard Marriott right now. I'm basically on house
0: arrest until my hearing. I'm definitely not supposed to be talking to you guys. Parents are convinced this is totally gonna be fucking my college plans. Your grades are fucking up your college plans my dad got me a lawyer even that Jew thinks we're fucked thinks we could actually do time for this what about you Dax what did your parents say oh I live alone actually you're really starting to fucking scare me yo what up cub party plus was... no thank you man no thank you man you guys rock the ending of this movie made me feel so weird <laughs> when, when he gets a standing ovation in his high school yeah i was like what is this movie telling me (laughs) what am i getting from this
1: i I don't know i don't know the answer to that and none of the other kids got in trouble like i'm not saying just the three of them but like there are bad things that happened at this party i know it
0: also aren't these parents like gonna go to jail (laughs) or like like there's ecstasy on the floor of the outside of this house it's, Not that they bought it, but like but no,
1: but they're they're liable for it. It's for their sure. home. It's their home, and and like I said, there's definitely definitely bad stuff that happened at this party.
0: Yeah, and like the point of this movie is that it was all recorded, and in theory, we have access to these recordings. Of course, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the whole ending of this movie was was so weird to me, and then like where you find out what happens to all of them. Yeah. So so, do you remember exactly what happened to all of them, if you want to share with our listeners out there? The only one I, I remembered specifically was JB, just because it referenced him, like, riding the short bus for the rest of his life. Oh, that was so bad.
1: So his parents <laughs> got him out of this by saying he, I don't know the wording they used, but they said he was, you know, uh, mentally challenged. Unfit. Or unfit, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, the rest of his high school life, he had to
0: ride the short bus. Like, oh, God. I'm sure the kids cracked up at that one. Yeah, I'm sure. That was, like, you know, that was that time. We're were definitely saying that. A (laughs) lot of
1: hard R's in this movie. A lot, a lot of hard R's in this movie. But the main kid, he got charged with stuff. It doesn't say he goes to prison, but I'm pretty sure you go to prison for those charges. But it's okay, because he was voted, like, most
0: popular in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, most likely to succeed, which I was like, what does that have to do with? Oh, that it was, party? oh, God,
1: <laughs> did he succeed? I guess he did succeed at the, at the and, party. Yeah, he did have an epic party, but jeez. And then, uh, Costa, like, uh, his parents got him out of it because they paid for like a good lawyer, which he calls, oh, yes, what is he? Oh, how about that? He, he's anti Semitic, <laughs> yes. he's anti Semitic with the lawyer, but yeah, uh, he has three pending paternity tests. Did he really get out scotch-free scot- here? You know what I mean? Is he really okay? He's a father of potentially three children at once, at
0: 18, with different people. It just opens a lot of logistics questions to me about the whole night, and so I, I just don't need to get into it. Costa, I wish you well. Um, <laughs> that's all I need to say. Good luck paying child
1: support for the rest <laughs> of your life. You yeah. You have to literally pay child support, Costa, for... As long as you've been alive in this movie. And then they, they have a a card for the goth kid, too. Oh, yeah. He's, like, being investigated for
0: you know, for his parents being missing because he says he lives alone and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Woo! I... I'll, yeah, I'll say I enjoyed that character. I, I do like the trope of, like, the goth kid who is usually in the corner being the one behind the camera. Yeah,
1: like, like it's very voyeuristic, very, uh...
0: You know? Yeah. That worked for me.
1: I didn't like, necessarily... It didn't really make sense to me where the camera was going every time, but I liked that it, w- it was him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think me re-watching this now, I was trying to pay attention too much to, like, is this staying in the POV, <laughs> like, of him actually <laughs> exactly. filming it? Exactly. Exactly. And I don't, I don't really think it does the entire time. <laughs> I don't think it does either. It's a music video. Jimmy Kimmel makes an appearance. <laughs> at the yeah. End. yeah, Jimmy Kimmel.
1: Any other scenes or moments you want to mention from Project X, or should we get to
0: our uh, weekly questions slash awards? I think, ah, I think I mentioned basically everything I unfortunately had to talk about in this movie. <laughs> oh, wait, there is one thing. If someone tells me if I'm at a party and someone tells me the cops are coming go to the backyard. Yeah, what? We're going to tra- we're going to trap you in the backyard. And all of you, hundreds of people, you need to be quiet. Not happening. Not happening. I am leaving. I am out. I am so far out. You <laughs> like you can't believe it. This was unbelievable to me. <laughs> Not happening. Come on. Really- that was... Yeah, like keep it down. Not only keep it down, squat for some reason.
1: And the, and the funny thing is too, like yeah, uh, they use the lawyer trick so that the cops can't get in because they don't have a warrant. But they don't pop around the side and put the flashlight out just to just yeah,
0: like see what's going on in the backyard. You would see people. Also, this party has been going on. There's not like trash, of course, in front of the house. <laughs> yeah, that's that was that was one of my my nits to pick. That, that's it.
1: And the one thing I did forget was I was gonna just explain the conclusion of the kirby the girl storyline which is
0: she forgives him for everything (laughs) yep that's it she she understood it it was just a fling he was on ecstasy (laughs) she she got it she she knew what was happening she moved on
1: i wonder if she stayed with
0: him when he was in prison I hope she didn't. She needs to respect herself. Yeah, she needs to do better. <laughs> she let Costa push her out of the friend group. That, that was inferred in this movie. Which is ridiculous.
1: <laughs> and then she still wants to date this dude who allowed that to happen. <laughs> yes.
0: oh, Kirby, man. I wish you well. As well. <laughs> Best in luck in your future endeavors.
1: <laughs> All right, so these are the questions we ask every week. First, who was this movie made for? Um, this was made for me when, in 2012. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. Sorry. I, I just, I just texted Pumpkin. You ever see Project X? Cause I was curious.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he's like, yeah, well, actually my boy had a party at Seaside. Oh my God. Summer. <laughs> That's oh my God. It's every story. Well, yeah. I mean, he's, he's what? Two years older than yeah. me. So like he's, it was still in his, in his time.
1: <laughs> I feel bad I feel bad uh I feel bad not inviting him on
0: did you did you end up doing the color purple oh, not the color purple the color of friendship
1: no we haven't started our Disney channel original movies yet where he famously you know asked me what apartheid was after suggesting it but
0: <laughs> yes. but
1: yeah I don't know well, ho- hopefully he'll listen to the episode at least but again I feel bad for not inviting him on this I don't know why I didn't think about it but this movie is made. For him. So you, you, uh, Absolutely. So, uh, I'm sorry, who did you say this movie was made for? Because my, my answer is
0: Cousin Pumpkin. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll also say Cousin Pumpkin. Yeah. He is. This this could easily be him.
1: Yeah, but also, like, again, teens in
0: 2012, which... No, but he is Miles Teller in this movie. <laughs> Unfortunate, unfortunately, he is Miles Teller in this movie. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, so true. Again, he would, he would have been the voice of reason, ironically. Or not, not reason, just like an opposing view on this. He would have definitely been like, what are you guys talking about? Everything in this was awesome.
0: <laughs> He'd be like, the gnome? Like, I would definitely have taken it. Are you kidding me?
1: Of course. Oh, missed opportunity there. All right, most likely to succeed. Who won the movie?
0: I guess if we didn't get these title cards, I would have said Costa. <laughs> he he put together this party he did it
1: i have to agree with you in a sense like aside from the title cards you're right like he put together this party and he has uh, he gets out aside from the paternity thing then you know he gets out without any trouble he is continuing to ride the coattails of his friend and has so much less liability than any of the other kids
0: yeah and most importantly he allegedly gets laid and that's all he wanted. True. Oh. He that's all he wanted. All his goals are met. <laughs> yeah. Check. <laughs> Do you have a different answer? No,
1: I mean I was trying to think of who it was. I I guess the main guy, but like, not really. Costa He gets off. Even with the paternity cases, I feel like he knows a guy who could well that wow, that sounded really dark, but I feel like he
0: <laughs> I feel like he he knows enough people where he has enough money for that child support. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even inferred in this movie, but I had a sense he, like, his his dad knew people. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay, Wooderson Award. This uh, question is named after Matthew McConaughey's character in the film, Dazed and Confused. Richard Linklater, the director, picked him from obscurity. He had, like, one scene originally, but liked him so much, he added him to more and more of the film. So this question, this award is for a character in the film... Who like had a minor role that you would have liked
0: to have seen more of? I mean, all these people had minor roles. <laughs> I didn't want to see more of Costa, uh, but he has a major role in this. Uh, I I guess just the popular girl because she she was no one. <laughs> so I want I want I want something from her. What is her story?
1: Yeah, I mean that's hard to argue with, right? Like a little bit more depth from her would have been nice. Any more women characters with tangible yeah. lines would have been I think nice.
0: A, a female character would have <laughs> been nice, but I guess Miles Teller—he could have given me more too.
1: That was going to be my pick, Miles Teller. Yeah, right? like I want more. I don't think I've ever said this, but I want more Miles Teller <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> but,
0: but also like he is a college student at this high school party. Do I really want to know? I just what feel he's like up I just feel like he fits in this world more than anyone else. He does. <laughs> he does, but like I don't want to know what he's up to in this party.
1: <laughs> I wish again or in my 2022 version maybe he's an actor at his current age researching to play a high schooler and that's why he goes to this party
0: cuz I could see him doing that too. That's good, but that is also kind of like 22 dump, jump street. Or 21 Jump Street of, like, the cops going to high school.
1: Fair. Again, <laughs> same writer, so. Same writer, yep. All right, next is the Long Duck Dong Award. Famously in Sixteen Candles, Long Duck Dong was a very racist character that probably today the movie would be better off if it just deleted that character. So, is there a character or, you know, some aspect of the movie where its omission would make the film better? It's... It's angry little person, and it can't be anything else. I mean, there are, could be a lot of nominees, <laughs> but but that has to take it. Yeah,
0: I can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah, that is like that's that's a big no-no.
1: Incredibly <laughs> egregious.
0: Sometimes it's hard for people to
1: come up with answers. This movie, I feel like, has it all. <laughs> no, of course, yeah. Cameron Fry <laughs> Award. Alan Ruck was 29 when he played Cameron Fry in Ferris Bueller's off- Day Off. And we give this award to uh, a character who looked a little too old to be a high schooler. Now, this is hard because we don't know everyone's ages at the party. But was there anyone who were like, yeah, they're not in high school?
0: It, yeah, it's definitely hard to just like pick someone out of the movie and us to both be like, yeah, that person.
1: Yeah, I feel like they did the main guys pretty accurately. They felt yeah. like
0: high schoolers to me. I would say maybe I could I could see the popular girl being like 32.
1: Yeah, and I wasn't. I wasn't sure if she was a high school girl. I
0: guess we do see her in high school, right? Do we? I don't yes, even know. We do. Okay. I think we do see her in high school. It's also just like they're so clearly trying to like do Megan Fox. <laughs> it, was just, it was just like her, it was hurting me.
1: <laughs> for this movie was so successful, and it's funny because like it's successful with rip-off versions of Hollywood actors. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But good for them. Good for them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I. I bet they're proud. Like, I bet they tell people about this.
1: Yeah, I would. Hey, you make that much money? So now it's time to grade the film. I'm handing you the manila card. I'm handing you the red pen. On High School Slumber Party, we grade on an A plus to F scale. And again, this is your own personal scale. No one's going to criticize you for, like, you know, ranking whatever movie above Gandhi or something, you know. It's just whatever you want to do here. But we do have a cheat sheet before that. Uh, 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not good. 61% by the audience. 2.9 out of 5 on Letterbox, which we say anything in the threes is pretty acceptable. It's pretty close to three there. Throw those scores away. A plus to F scale. What will you grade Project X? I guess it
0: might be a C plus for me.
1: C plus. Nice. Uh, yeah, I guess a C plus. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What would you have graded it in high school? Oh. That day after? That definitely would be like a B plus. Nice, nice. Yeah, Yeah, at least if not if not an A minus. Like that was, when I tell you that was an experience. Like there there are a few opening nights I remember of going to movies, and the only other one is like the return of Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious going to that opening (laughs) that that only stacks up to this. Wow, nice. (laughs) Also, can I say on IMDb? I don't know how they rate this. It's a six point seven. Out of ten,
1: IMDb ratings I do not understand. I don't use them because, like, they're just <laughs> is, they're very weird.
0: That is wild. Two hundred and two thousand votes or whatever.
1: IMDb's <laughs> whatever. Uh, so I'm going to grade it a. Actually, I had it a C plus as well um, because again, it's it's not harmless. I could see this offending a lot of people, but they do pull off the party, and that to me. I'm very proud and happy that they were able to do that. Again, is it a party for me? No. But it is an epic and crazy party. Yeah, so just on that alone, C+. Plus. And it's it short enough. It was enjoyable enough. Will yep. I watch it again? I'm not sure. <laughs> what do you think
0: Pumpkin would grade this film today? It's, it's definitely higher than us. It has to be like at least a B. If not a B plus,
1: I honestly I would guess that he would give this an A.
0: He would go and give it
1: an A. I'm gonna ask him, and, and you know I'll, I'll let you know what he says, but and I'll let everyone out there know what he says. But I would guarantee he would give this film an A. I could be
0: wrong, but <laughs> this is everything he loves in the world. I believe that. I, yeah, <laughs> I know I know him, and I know this movie, and yeah, it, it, it's everything. It gives him everything he needs. <laughs> like I said, it was Get. made.
1: For him. Okay, next question. If you and I were having a slumber party together, and we remember when you were young and you had, like, custom sleeping bags. Not custom, sorry. You had, like, sleeping bags that were, like, for certain movies or certain whatever things, you know what I mean? If you had to have a Project X-themed sleeping bag at a slumber party, what would it look like?
0: I think, like, the cool version would definitely just be, like, uh, the, the gnomes and the dog with the, uh, balloons like that imagery i don't is... want to support the harming of a dog but i like it <laughs> yeah like it, it's cool that i think that's that's where you got to go with that if there's nothing else you can really pull from this movie that's okay
1: yeah this is a tough one but i would thought back to uh, some european friends i have and when they say that whenever they see american parties in movies they love the red solo cup because that's like a very uniquely yeah. American thing, apparently. So, so, I think mine would just be like a big red solo cup. Yeah,
0: that's that's good. That's good. I don't I don't know why the gnome really impacted me in this movie <laughs> when it really had a short lifespan. It was important, but it didn't last long.
1: I like garden gnomes. I was upset when I got destroyed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you know I didn't watch. Uh... Anchorman for the longest time after Baxter got kicked off. <laughs> that is so, true. So i I feel I feel for this dog on an on an atomic level. You were not a fan of B- weren't you? Mad at Jack Black for kicking Baxter off the? Yeah, like I I really couldn't watch that movie for years. Because <laughs> Baxter was kicked off. Spoiler alert: He survives and he saves the he movie.
1: Does. Yes, guarantee though. Now that you bring up the gnome again, Pumpkin's favorite moment would have been that gnome.
0: The stealing of the gnome? The breaking of the gnome? The breaking of the
1: gnome and drugs coming yeah. out. Like, he would have got a yeah. big kick of that. He is, again, Miles
0: Teller in this movie. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, the best parts of these movies are those music video moments. And that happens straight in the middle of one.
1: Yeah, no, they really are.
0: are they? I honestly think they're really good. Because like, was... those two songs that they do like the montages for had a life outside this movie.
1: What? Well, so it was, it's the Kid Cudi
0: one. It's the Kid Cudi, Pursuit of Happiness, and then the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, Heads Will Roll, Yeah, A-track one. Like, I was hearing that in parties, like, through college. You're so right. And when I heard that, I'm like, oh,
1: oh yeah, this is it was like a big party song for a while. So, totally, totally right. Yeah. That's awesome. Love that. So, this is my favorite question every week that I ask my guests. If you and I, we walk into the... Wait, did... Was Blockbuster... This is a weird
0: question. Was Blockbuster closed by the time this movie came out? Because you were in high school. Uh, You would know. I believe it was. Definitely, like, I was not going to Blockbuster at this point. So
1: Blockbuster was not a part of your teenage experience?
0: No. Like, I think my teenage experience is the start of Netflix really doing a streaming option. Wow. Yeah. Blockbuster was everything about my teenage experience.
1: You know, that's where we got our movies. Uh, obviously, you know Blockbuster from your, <laughs> <Yes>. your younger <laughs> days, but, but like not as like an independent teenager driving there and getting
0: a movie, you know? No, I think we owned this movie on Blu-ray. Really? Oh, my God. I think God. we did. That's amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we are at the magical Blockbuster that is every film that has ever existed. We know we are renting Project X it is our Project X slumber party. But we get to the front. We see a sign that says, rent two movies, get one free. And I say, Kenny, go to the back. I'll save our place in line. Get two other movies that we're going to watch on this slumber party. What are those two other movies? Two other movies? Yeah. So, like, if we're if we're having a triple feature for the God. evening, and they have to kind of go with Project X, what would they
0: be? Oh my God. Okay, well, as I said before... Easy A. I, I need a real high school like, <laughs> experience. I need that. Easy A, like that. Ooh, ooh. Now I want to go with a party. Let's let's do the homage. Animal House. Let's go. Animal House. We didn't even
1: mention it, but yeah, they were really inspired by Animal House in this film. I, yeah, I wanted to get two sides of it of you know the high school and then just the party. Nice. Nice. I like that. Easy A, Animal House, and Project X. Uh one more thing Kenny before we let you go. I wanted to ask you about your now that we have our Oscar noms out there. Couple of a uh, couple of teen oriented films got nominated for stuff this year. We we had a uh, Licorice Pizza nominated for things. We had um Encanto, technically stars a teen. <laughs> um
0: Power of the Dog, I think that kid is a teen.
1: Really? I didn't know that. Awesome. I think he's a teen. I'll he look seems it up. like a teen.
0: And then also uh West Side Story, their youths I don't think he's a teen now, but he's a teen of that. West Side Story, yeah, they are use.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think more teen films than ever.
0: King Richard. Not the King Richard, but <laughs> Serena and Venus are teens.
1: Oh, wow. I missed a lot last year then. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because, you know, there are teen films like this that are obvious, and there are teen films that like it's a little bit of extrapolating. And then, of course, Power of the Dog, you mentioned it. Kirsten Dunst nominated high school film Legend. Thank God! Happy
0: about that. No Gaga
1: nomination. People were upset about that. Yeah,
0: I, I, the one time in my life, was rooting for Jared Leto. <laughs> and I was really let down.
1: Didn't get that, but okay. You're, you're someone who, you know, you watch the films, you watch the good ones. W- what do you think is winning Best Picture here? Any favorites in any other categories? Is Kiki Dunst gonna win? And oh, how could I forget? How could I forget my favorite nominee, Kristen Stewart, of the Twilight franchise, not for Twilight, was nominated as well. So does she have a shot? Does Kirsten Dunst have a shot in your mind? What do you think? What is your best picture?
0: All right. My best picture that I would like to win is definitely Licorice Pizza. What I think might win, I think Power of the Dog is going to win, but... The worst part of me thinks, uh, "Don't look up" is going to win. <laughs> I I truly think it's like it's like sixty percent power of the dog, forty percent don't look up. I know you didn't enjoy that movie. I know a lot of people didn't enjoy that movie.
1: I mean, I had fun watching it. I didn't realize it was like an Oscar nominated movie. Yeah, I laughed. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize but... it was an Oscar nominated movie. Like I, I I didn't think it was on that level. I thought it was just like something for fun, and I had fun with it. But like, I didn't realize again. That we were
0: elevating that. But yeah. So you, you really think it has a shot? I think it does. I think it has less a shot than it did like last week. But the Oscars loves like a movie that's standing for something. That has like whatever climate change. They love that. <laughs> you know, that's just not me. <laughs> you you hate climate. Oh, you probably do yeah, hate I climate hate, change, Yeah. I but- hate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm against climate change. <laughs> Kiki, I think she is going to win. Um honestly, most of these other people except for Judy Dench, I would want I would be okay with. Not a fan of Dame Judy Dench. She, she has she has all that she needs at this point in her life. Jessie Buckley is like truly one of my icons, so I'd love her to win, but yeah, I think I'm all behind Kirsten Dunst. Nice. I mean, so so are we here
1: in Ice slumber party, that's for sure. I'm definitely team I didn't even know you were the one who told me that
0: people were calling her Kiki, and I got excited because I didn't realize. Oh yeah, I'm I'm all about it. Uh Will Smith, you know, I'm about I'm about him winning actor. Oh, I would love if Will Smith won. And I, I feel like there's no way Olivia Coleman's not gonna win. They love throwing awards at her. Well do you think that Kristen Stewart has a shot? I don't think so. <gasps> I don't I think she's on the outside looking in. Well, I'm reading. I for think her. I think Nicole Kidman has a has a better shot. She's won it already. <laughs> exactly. They love, they love throwing that. Just look at uh, uh who won for um, Judy Garland, uh, Renee Zellweger. Oh yeah. Other than like Olivia Coleman in this one, they just love women playing people. You know, Princess Diana. I know, but like, come on, Lucy. Nicole Kidman is Lucy. I get it.
1: How about uh Andrew Garfield? Do you think he has a shot?
0: Uh if Andrew Garfield beats Will Smith, <laughs> I'd be mad. And this is no no hate on Andrew Garfield. It's just like not not his time. He's great. He's been doing great things, especially this year. Not his time.
1: I agree. I'm rooting for Will Smith. I like Andrew Garfield. I like recently, you know, refell in love with Andrew Garfield. He was one of our
0: Spider-Mans. But yeah i will cry if will smith wins i'll be so happy for him i think it's will smith or benedict cumberbatch
1: does he he have one already
0: did he win for the imitation game i think he did i think he did i just wasn't sure if that was the same like an eddie redmayne year what do you mean like because eddie redmayne's won before right (laughs) eddie redmayne won for the danish girl did he win for the theory of everything Ooh, if you think back at like both those characters I know, <laughs> I know, I know it, Eddie Redmayne's uh, career is just filled with landmines Because <laughs> he's also like in a Harry Potter series now <laughs> And that's like not, not the greatest place to be culturally in terms of giving money to uh, JK Would you let Eddie Redmayne play you in a movie? Absolutely not Why? You don't Absolutely you don't think he can pull it off? Absolutely not <laughs> I don't know. I think he could. I think he could pull it off. But I don't want to be a landmine in his career. I don't want people looking back at him playing me and being like, "What a mistake!" Would you only let a Latin person play you? Yes, but like, I, I really have to thank God that Lin Manuel Miranda is like twenty years old. <laughs> years old like he is out of that running. Thank God, because that is the one I get all the time. Lin-Manuel. and I don't need that casting. <laughs> But yeah, I'd love a Latin person to play me. You wouldn't want Lynn to play you, like, kind of like a, what's it,
1: what's the movie? A Dear Evan Hansen version, and he's... No, <laughs> that, that would be so bad. <laughs> no one wants to see that. I want to see it. Well, this was awesome. Thank you so much, Kenny, for coming on. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Really appreciate you taking the time and and coming on High School Slumber Party. Love to have you on again. I, I sent you a list of things, and maybe... maybe uh, you can come on with the aforementioned cousin pumpkin for something else as well, and we could have a nice little debate. Maybe it'll be the uh, the color of friendship. Who knows? But <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, thankfully not the color purple. Uh, <laughs> we won't do that one. Yeah, yeah thank you for having me. I, I definitely want to come back. That that was a good list. So just let me know when.
1: You're not a big social media guy, but is there any place you want people to follow you? Or anything you want to plug. I don't know. Some people want to plug things. Yeah, I don't want people following me or looking me up. So
0: thank you for listening to this podcast, everyone. You don't have your own podcast? You don't have your own podcast? I don't. I only I only uh, feature on people's podcasts and end up being their best episode. <laughs> oh. It's happened once. That's, that's, saying, uh, that's saying a lot. <laughs> we'll see. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
1: Huge high school slumber party. Thank you. To Kenny for coming on the podcast, my brother Kenny. This was awesome. Can't wait to have him on again. Love that Oscar feedback, because I I like the Oscars, but I'm not like an Oscar head. So I'm very curious who's going to win these awards. Crossing the fingers for Kiki Dunst. And thank you guys for listening for this Project X episode. I feel like it was epic, but not as epic as the party. So hopefully, hopefully it met your expectations. No pun intended. I guess expectations is a pun. Whatever. I'm a dork. If I sound different today, by the way, I'm away for President's Day, not in the home studio, so less dogs barking, but maybe different kind of drafts and air quality here, who knows. But anyway, I have to assign you homework for Monday, the aforementioned President's Day. No, we're not talking a presidential film. Maybe next year we'll talk Dick, the film Dick, you know, the uh, one with Kiki Dunst. But before... Next year's President's Day, this year's President's Day, is an AP episode, High School Slumber Party AP, where we cover the modern high school films with island Addington, my co-host there. And this film we're covering, it's going to be your homework, it is Mickey and the Bear.
0: Going to class. Let me get a
1: kiss, goodbye.
0: Ew! Eric! <laughs> So how much this time? Dad, stop! My brain's in there! Did you know that some days I can't even get him to eat? Woo! Do you ever think about leaving Leave I'm not going anywhere. Where you been? Come here, come here, come here! Where you going? I told you I'm tired. From what? much for a kid yeah well he's my dad love ya. it's only a matter of time before she gets as sick of it as you are shut up about things you don't understand this isn't so bad you got something to say come out and say it where's my money Where's my money?
1: God, some of those like indie trailers are just like 90% soundscapes, but whatever, you get it. Your homework is to watch Mickey and the Bear and tune in on Monday. One more thing before I let you guys go remember that life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop, look around once in a while, you could miss it. And come on, we gotta close with the other epic song from this movie. It is the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, Heads Will Roll, A-Track Remix. Later, dudes.